Welcome back to Foundational Thoughts, the podcast, the Missouri Baptist Foundation. My name is Neil, your host, and we're in a multi-part series with Joey Staples, counselor and friend, not only to the people of FBC Branson, but to your host and to many other people. Joey, thanks again for joining us. Always great to be with you, Neil. Hey, and you are a licensed practical counselor. What is that? What is that title? What do you have? Well, What's it, your degree? It probably is practical. Yeah, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just made that up. I was thinking it makes a nurse uh, practitioner. I don't know. Titles are funny. And they, aren't they? they? It, it's a licensed professional counselor. Professional, not practical counselor. <laughs> I should never have thought you was being practical, Joey. So no, that's good. I've always thought you was professional. But uh, that's no, close that's enough. good. Yeah, it's yeah. good. And and we appreciate that. We've started talking this uh, discussion over a multitude of episodes here about the emotional health of pastors and really any Christian, because many of the things we're talking about are just, uh, they're part of life for all of us, but there's a unique aspect of the care caregiver uh, and their struggle emotionally in order to be well enough to help the people that are around them. Yeah, and yeah so that's good. And so we're talking about that today, and we kind of ended off last uh, in our last episode talking about the idea that maybe as we've talked about self-help or self-health, um, that maybe that's been a little bit of a tinge for a lot of people, and that that may not necessarily mean a 180-degree change, but just being intentional about some things. Yeah, and, and I think, like someone said, oh, so we're supposed to, like, pastor a church in Hawaii or something so that we never have any? <laughs> no, no, and, and Scripture's clear on that. Story after story in, in God's Word of, of God sending some people to some rough places. Right. So I'm not saying it's it's a hard world we live in, and ministry is, is uh, awesome work, but it's hard work. I mean, there's just no way to get around that. You know, so I'm not suggesting that everybody quit the ministry and, and go live on the beach at all. Uh, do that if God's leading you to do sure, that. Sure, sure. And he might be. Right, right. Uh, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to follow God's calling in my life, period. But, but what I'm saying is that, that doesn't therefore mean I have to live a life of uh, struggle and misery either. Because mm. I think we just don't take particularly good care of ourselves mm. uh, as, as ministers, as pastors, and uh, so as just, men in general, but well, true. But it's, you add on the man thing, you yeah. add the pastoral. The, we've got to be strong for our church, strong for our people. It's yeah. a real struggle. And so, if a person's listening there, maybe they're not having a meltdown right now. In fact, yeah. it's better to not be having a meltdown and have these thoughts and conversations exactly. to, to prepare for that. But many pastors are feeling this kind of struggle. And so, if a person's listening today, they're not alone. If they have some self doubt, some struggle, they're not alone, are they? Yeah, no, absolutely not. No, I think the uh, the group's much bigger than anybody's willing to admit. So us mm. as guys tend to be good stuffers and and don't talk about these things sometimes. But but yet we read episode after episode in God's Word, and like we mentioned uh, in the past, you know the story of Elijah, the story of Paul, uh, like he said, and and yeah, all of those are stories of struggle after. After a huge uh, mountaintop experience, struggle, mm. and and lots of times God is uh, in the thick of that and wanting to use that. I mean, humility becomes a big thing as well. But but yeah, it's not sometimes just a matter of a little anxiety. Lots of times it's something much deeper. Mm. And so being real and honest. I mean, I think the key word is just being aware okay. of that and kind of being being willing to step back and talk to myself and go, you know what. Staples, you're not doing particularly well right now. Mm. It's okay for you to reach out and uh, and have a brother next to you, mm. not solo. And lots of times, uh, it's easy to solo through these things. 
Well, especially if you're in a setting where you're the only pastor on the staff or you're bivocational yeah. and you're trying to make yeah. ends meet on this side and then you're still trying to lead people. So what do we need to be aware of? How, how do we need to get started on this if we're going to well, help to have okay. be healthier? Yeah, so I would say, uh, that, uh, and I mentioned it a minute ago, that number one is just awareness, okay. me being honest okay. with me about what's going on and, of course, with the Lord about what's going on. And going uh, on in the sense of, hey, I don't, I feel tired. I don't think things yeah. are going well. well. I'm a little anxious. What, what are some because, of those things we should be aware of? Yeah, because the way God has built us, uh, He's built us to be aware. So, uh, stress is a response of the body to any demand that's placed upon it by a stressor. Okay. And so, so I, I think we all react a little bit different to uh, to stress. I mean, for some of us, we lose our appetite. Okay. Some of us can't quit eating. Right. Some of us exercise. <laughs> some of us don't do anything. I mean, all these ways that we we respond a bit, and so I think it's just us in in the uh, really in the intimacy of our relationship with the Lord, just mm-hmm. being honest. That's what I love about Psalms. David is so honest, mm-hmm. so vulnerable, and you know David did a bunch of dumb things, right. but yet he's a man after God's own heart. So I, I'm thinking. Yeah, there's something there, an intimacy level that I can be really honest about how I'm doing and what I'm going through. And mm. and uh, that doesn't mean, I, again, that I'm taking a vacation for six months to do that. Right. It's not an either-or. Okay. As I'm doing my work for the Lord, uh, I'm also being really honest about how I'm doing. Mm. And I'm, uh, I'm setting up a structure around me of accountability. Okay. So that I'm bringing brothers and sisters into my life as well. So you're saying it's okay to say, hey, Lord, I'm feeling frustrated right now. I'm feeling anxious. I didn't respond to that right. Those kind of things are the things you're kind of talking about, right? Acknowledge those beforehand? Yeah. Or is there here, more? Because here's the price, uh, and we've heard this phrase before. It's defined in a lot of different ways. Burnout yes. becomes a real thing. Mm. And it's a, it's emotional drain that comes from intense and prolonged involvement with people without me doing the maintenance work. So, cause mm. people are hard to work with surprise. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, and, and that's, it's a people ministry is about people. That's yeah. awesome. But, uh, but if I'm not taking care of myself, yeah, it will absolutely drain me. And so that's where it comes in. You were talking about in our last episode, when my output exceeds my input, then my upkeep the maintenance that it takes to keep me up becomes my downfall. You remembered that. I remembered that from the last episode. Wow. And so because that 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 that, that intensity yeah. is necessary to keep us going, but we can't do that forever. It, it's a stressor for a season or to get us help. That's what you're talking about. The stress is designed to make us do something in response to that. And if we don't, we collapse ultimately, and we yeah. have this thing called burnout. Absolutely, yeah. And it, and it doesn't mean that it's... Uh, Exactly proportional. So sure. I spent three hours with people today. Now I need three hours <laughs> in the hot tub. Some yeah, away from kind of people. a deal. Yeah. yeah, I'm not talking about that. It's really whatever need, whatever way that I meet the need for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that's not met by watching football for two hours. I love watching football, right? But yeah, it's it's met through me uh, with solid accountability in my a uh, 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 valid, good, solid relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Not just sort of a quickie, quiet time, right? Kind of a deal, a prayer life that's uh, that's strong mm. and that's honest with God. Not just sort of a quickie. Uh, I pray for all the people in the world. Amen. Yeah. You know, kind of right. a deal. Right. But I'm really sharing my heart with the Lord. It begins there mm. because that burnout is real. Because that's a stressor 
that yeah. we're not designed to maintain over time without help. Yes. And and for most pastors are really good at covering that up. Okay. See, that's the problem. Okay. So I, I can uh, I can continue to do the work. I'm a bit of an entertainer, a, a bit of a performer, so right. put me on the stage. And But, yeah, the danger is I'm really wanting to be authentic, authentic and real and, mm. and not not cover that. Okay. But be genuine would really be the word mm. about what's going on. So and, I need to be aware of what's happening to me. Yes. I, I need to have a relationship with God that, that drives me back to him, that, that's significant, that's real, that's not just the daily little video I watch and feel like I'm good or get I get the verse of the day on my phone or open windows or whatever it is that we used to have and then I'm good. It's something deeper than that. It's real time, real experience, real honesty and openness with God. What else is going to be necessary for us to get better? Yeah, and you mentioned it a little bit ago. Uh, and so family becomes a big deal. You know, the, the time that I'm spending with my kids, the time that I'm able to connect with them. Uh, marriage becomes a big deal, mm. and that's a whole other podcast for another time. <laughs> a whole series but, of podcasts. But, but yeah, how how well am I doing in my relationship with my wife? How are we doing in terms of mm. being on the same page with each other? Mm. Uh, how are we doing uh, relating to each other emotionally? Mm. Uh, are we marching forward together? Because, yeah, what what we say is we're in this together, we're walking this journey together. Many times uh, that hits a bit of a crossroads, and I'm really on my own journey. Hmm. Uh, so being sure that we're walking the path and, le- and the Lord honoring that as well. So we're really so, going to yeah. talk about how do we look around ourselves and see some things that, that are symptoms of something bigger going on. And so that's my, how I am with me, yeah. how I am with God, yeah. how I am with my wife, my spouse, how am I with my kids. Yeah. Probably how I am with the people that are other people that are around me. If I interact with deacons or staff members or whatever that is, that's probably another place to look to see how I'm doing. Yeah, absolutely. If if we're really listening, so you know, it takes oh. us taking the time to really hear what they're having to say to us. Because many times we're going and blowing so fast that mm. those conversations don't tend to happen. And again, I, I know we know that, but accountability becomes huge. Mm. Who do I have? Yeah. You know, Paul had a Barnabas, and I mean, the list goes on and on. Sure. I mean, there are people that are willing to tell me maybe what I don't want to hear. See, that's mm. many times someone said a true friend is someone who's willing to stab you in the front. Mm. I don't know what that means exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't sound very nice. It doesn't sound happy, but. No, but someone who's really willing to be honest with me mm. and uh, hear me out, love me. Yeah, it's it's not just someone who's who is willing to pat me on the back. And Do you say, think pastors have a lot of those kind of people in their lives? Uh, no, I don't. Do you think any of us have a lot of those people in our lives? Well, I, I think uh, as I've watched Jeannie, we've been married 38 years now. Uh, women do better on this one. And okay. I know people would go, well, you can't be sexist like that. I mean, <laughs> men and women are the same. No, I, I think we struggle more relationally. Mm. We just do. Mm. It's uh, We learn that in Man School 101 when mm. we're little. Mm-hmm. That, you know, you solo, big boys don't cry, suck it up, mm-hmm. you know. So we just learn to uh, be more independent, more solo through. So, yeah, of course, that's down the road. That's weird for us. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think we can learn some, some things from our wives. 
And if we're not careful, we, we even try to man up sometimes with other pastors and other churches. Sometimes we get together and we oh, yeah. have to, hey, well, my church is this big or we've had this many great things happen. And Perfect. And it, Things are going perfect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Oh, those are places to be aware. So these are things that contribute to the burnout and are reminders of us where we can look to go, oh, kind of take a self-evaluation. You were so good in this on our staff so many times of is stopping us and say, hey, let's just take a look at the dashboard here. Let's just take a look at how am I doing emotionally and spend some time thinking through those things. What else that yeah. we need to be thinking about as we're thinking about burnout and trying to avoid that and some of the symptoms of that? Yeah, I think... Uh Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna hammer on please. accountability one more time. Okay, yeah, please sorry. do. I don't want accountability. I keep trying to skip over that, and you keep yeah. trying to make me accountable. <laughs> coming there to be accountable. Accountable to the accountability. <laughs> I know yeah. you are. You're doing well. Uh, so I think that gets rather practical. Okay. Because it's easy. Again, uh, we've all read stats on on New Year's resolutions. Uh, we're we're in January now, mm-hmm. and if you go to the YMCA or the health clubs, I mean those parking lots are packed. Right. But come back in a month. Yeah. And people are just thinking, eh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I mean, I've got my new little outfit, my new little <laughs> Nike outfit, but but this is hard. Yeah. I mean, I gave it a couple of weeks and I, I look just like I looked mm. two weeks ago. Yeah. So so there's a there's a, a impatience in all of it. So, and it sounds so practical, but I think that happens too when it comes to accountability. Mm. I think we're just thinking, you know, it's kind of a pain to have to get together with this person, and it doesn't really seem to be making that much of a difference. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. I mean, iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another, mm. the proverb says. And that takes time for anyone that does woodwork or work with metal. I mean, you don't just, you're not done in five minutes. It, it takes starting and stopping, starting and stopping. You have to wait. But now the catch is that produces friction, mm-hmm. it produces heat, sparks, you know, iron on iron isn't just a nice little cozy thing. And and I think that's the hard part of what it means to really be living life along with true accountability. Mm. It means I'm letting them into stuff. And it's scary to do that. I mean, there's there's some fear behind that. But so important. So we've been talking about the emotional health of a pastor. And we've been trying to say, you've got to be taking care of yourself. You've got to, to be thinking about not just everybody else. Though you're responsible for that to some degree, you're mostly responsible for you. Yeah. That's really the only one you get to go to heaven with, right? I mean, you're just taking yourself. That's the only one that you're showing up with. And you have some responsibilities elsewhere. But we first need to be aware that maybe I've got some struggles here with this, or maybe I'm a little tireder than what I normally am. We've got to be aware of that. Then we've got to turn to God, it sounds like you're saying. You bet. And then we've also got to turn to people as well. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about the next part of this? What's the next phase of this we're going to talk about in the next episode? Well, I'm going to touch on what I think are some causes okay. of that. A guy named uh, Lloyd Rediger wrote a book called Clergy Killers. Clergy Killers. That's Interesting a great title book. It. It's not a murder mystery, I don't guess. Is no. It? Okay. No, and, and his whole premise is Satan is doing uh, covert terrorist work at a certain level with pastors and ministers. Mm. So he's he's not kind of the outside where you can see it. Mm-hmm. It's more kind of the hidden underground work that he does to kind of cut away. And so I want to talk about what some of those things might be, mm. what some of the causes would be. I, uh, I get a lot more excited about uh, the prevention than I do about the causes because yeah. uh, you can talk causes all day long but yeah. not do anything about it. But it's important, I think, to be able to see that. Okay. So 
would love to go there. So in our next episode with Joey Staples, we're going to be talking about preventing um, and the maintenance of making sure that we stay healthy so that we don't come into a situation uh, that we sometimes see other guys go through Good. where it gets pretty messy. Hey, Joey, thanks Good. for joining us here on the Always a pleasure. podcast, the Missouri Baptist Foundational Foundational Thoughts. Be sure that you tune in for our next episode. I'm your host, Neil Franks. Have a great day.